0: I'm Jake Insight, and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Scorpio. Hello, Scorpio. Right, quite the reading I've got for you here. Um, the first card that you should see me pulling out is from the Starseed Oracle. And there's, there's only one other sign that got that card, which is Aquarius. Now, that makes sense to me. Aquarius is your fourth house. So you've got a new moon in your fourth. Uh, the sun is traveling through your fourth house at the moment. There we go. It's Starkeeper that came out um and you've got a full moon in your 10th now you know usually if you have a full moon in your 10th or something closing out in your 10th I've got the south nerd going for my 10th at the moment you could see there's changes going on in my career and how I show up in the world so two things I want to say about that first of all I do believe that and I'm very bold in saying this because I'm not an astrologer and all the astrologers out there they probably want to kick my butt for saying this. But I think it's going to change Like the our definition of what the 10th house is. Maybe we go back to an older definition of it. Um, but I don't just think it's around career and legacy. And of course, right, no one says that it has to just be about that. Those are just the easy ones that we look at. Um, you got Nightingale that came up as your wild unknown animal spirit card. Most of the signs have got an air element, animals. Um, all of them have been different as well. So, but Starkeeper Aquarius got it's your fourth house, and let me read. Let me read what it says. I will say this before I forget, because I've forgotten for some of the others. When I'm shuffling, you're going to see the Tower fly out, and then you see the High Priestess sh- fly out. When they show up together, when you get the the Tower with the i sorry, with um the High Priestess the hermit or the hanged man that is usually one hell of an epiphany now that presence came up for leo as well and i've got a sense that this is either around i mean obviously it's a, these are energies going through fixed signs they square you there's the tower um i th- the tower is mars it's mars energy so there's something around that i think it's the pluto conjunction uh, when mars conjuncts pluto It speaks to that for whatever reason so i'm going to give you all that extra stuff first let's read you the star keeper and this is what it says cosmic ancestor seed the light by staying grounded it says you're an ancient keeper of the stars here to anchor and seed your light in your unique way you've likely been incarnating on earth for some time dedicated to an era of awakening and bringing about a long-awaited shift in the planet's evolution We're at a tipping point now. The survival of Earth and all its species is coming to a head. The more grounded you remain during this transitional period, the more helpful you'll be. The more you tend to the flames of your own heart, the more love you'll anchor onto this planet. The wisdom of the stars is imprinted in your soul. And you'll see the second card that I pull at the bottom there. It's the lovers. So there's that love part of this, right? Moving forward from a place of love. Um, let me see where was I the more fragments you call home the more this wisdom is seeded here you may be called to be in different places in the world to anchor the light sorry to anchor this light perhaps by taking a trip or living in a certain location you may also find yourself experiencing let me just stop there because I'm going to forget that it's another message coming through I want to say this I was trying to carry on reading and it's like no, nope, say it or you'll forget it if you are looking for somewhere to move to, be that a job, be that a house, be that location, whatever, right? I want you to remember this. If you are looking for a certain quality in a relationship, in a a job, a building, a place, a house, a place that you live, right? I want you to consider this. Maybe you are the person that brings that there. If you're looking for the right community, if you're looking... And I mean that, you know, in a living community. that like, Oh, I want to live in a place where there's a big, a strong community spirit. Well, maybe you're the person that brings that to that place. Maybe there isn't the perfect community spirit wherever you're looking. And you are the one that begins the community. You are the one who brings it to that place. So and I say that because there's this kind of element of... um i mean obviously the hangman comes up at the end which is you know changing perspective but there's something about you being something you stepping into the spotlight you being that which you seek now aquarian got some, Aqu- aquarian aquarius got some of that i think it was something like the truth you are the truth you seek i think i call the aquarius one but there's something about this in which you speak up about it you bring it you are it So let me say that before I forget it. Now let me move forward. Um, Perhaps by taking, hang on. You may be called to be in in different places in the world to anchor this light. Perhaps by taking a trip or living in a certain location, you may also find yourself experiencing awakening symptoms. The more grounded you remain, the more stable Earth's energy will become and the less reactive humanity will be. So you embody humanity, no pressure. You're here for a double mission, to grow as an individual and as part of a larger collective that's bringing about a shift in frequency. Trust that you can be in the world, but not of it, and lead a truly glorious life. And it, I mean, check out that, remember that, right? Aquarius is your fourth house, Leo is your tenth. And take that to heart, that message of trust that you can be in the world, but not of it. And lead a truly glorious life. The starseed activation mantra thing is I acknowledge that I'm a starkeeper. I choose to anchor my light and stay as grounded as possible. Now I won't go into the whole lecture or rant that I went into around this deck and why I used it. Because I did it in the Aquarius reading, and that is for everyone. So if you want to hear me talk, and you might want to check out the Aquarius reading anyway, um, because they got Starkeeper, same as you. I'm gonna read you Nightingale now, and it says fearless voice, speech. Communication or song. The song of the Nightingale is otherworldly. This simple brown bird, almost unnoticeable among the flashy plumage of other birds, transports its listener to the realm of poetry. Nightingale energy is with us when we write, compose and especially when we sing. It reminds us that music heals the deepest wounds. This card indicates a need to open the bridge between the heart and the voice. Is there something you need to say? How long has it been since you sang? turn it up write it down and let it out now i'm saying that to you powerful message you got the knight of swords in the future this is going to be about communicating something when in balance sings speaks freely with kindness when out of balance shy lump in the throat to bring into balance and music all right so now, the interesting part about that to bring into balance, you got justice in the past and Libra got justice in the past. But for you, I think feel it means something different. Why? Because I think it's Libra energy, but Libra is your 12th house. So for me, when I see the sun next to a 12th house energy for you, this feels like a revelation of something that was hidden within you fourth transit right a blind spot that you've had something that you've not realized that you've wanted to say or had to have to not have to have to say but that you have had to say right that's within you that's been there for a while it's a message that you may have let's get a clarifier for justice immediately your reading is just reading itself Scorpio. Well. Right, I just dropped a whole pile of these and I'm going to take them, where do they go? It's not your energy, there's something about Libra energy which tells me it's that because I was really fumbling the cards, shuffling for Libra as well. And now all of a sudden your cards came out perfectly fine and you get to clarify justice and the cards are going all over the place, right, let's try this, Ten of Pentacles. Ooh, all right. With ten of pentacles coming up, that is inheritance, that is long-term security, that's a commitment. I mean, this is very tenth house energy. But what have you been trying to balance around this? What what is what is your legacy? I mean, it could be that you had an idea around what your legacy is. I oh, got yeah, one more i mean it's really hard for this message to come out which again tells me it's your 12th house because that is the place that's hidden right two of pentacles all right whatever's been the situation of your physical reality has been right your body your health your work situation your finances whatever it it has been and i mean that whether you your bank balance is zero you're unemployed you know, whatever the nature of it. I don't just mean if it's wonderful. It has been a way for you to remain balanced. For you to kind of hold steady in one place. Now, that is not a put down. That You may have needed that. Right? Sometimes we need that situation to be the way that it is. So that we can sit with ourselves in a certain way. Hold on one second. Right. There's a number of different examples that come up around that justice ten of pentacles two of pentacles when i say that you know it's what has been needed because that's a balancing act too and this could be like even indecision like not knowing which one to pick and or just balancing your day-to-day life like that's been the full-time job is you know just taking care of the kids and picking up the laundry and doing all of that um but some of these examples they they don't, they're not going to apply to people the kinds of people that watch my videos but hey they'll give you an idea of the energy of how i mean it what does it mean? It means that with, because it's going to be the making the breaking of contracts, right? So if you've been stuck in a tricky divorce, if you have been um, dealing with some indecision, like I said, around this, if you've been fighting some kind of battle, right? And I know that looks weird to say that there, but it's about the stability that it brought you. So for example, if everything's up in the air in your life right now, it's like, oh no, I have to I have to stay this way because I'm juggling all of this stuff and I have to deal with all of this stuff, right? So it's a way to not move past what you've been doing. Like You've had to do it that way for a long time. Again, that's not judgment, right? That's just, hey, that's how it was. That's how you remained gra- how you used to remain grounded. That's how you used to bring balance to your life, was by the external reality. Like, I need to deal with this. I need to take this on. This is what I'm building. Whatever it was outside of yourself. Why am I saying that? Because over here, underlying, we have the lovers and we have the chariot. And that's number six and that's number seven in the major arcana. So what's happened before that is the Hierophant. It's the prescribed path. Got us there. This is order. This is what we have faith in. From that place of stability or groundedness as that, you know, uh, seed the light by staying grounded you had a definition of love, you've had a definition of how you communicate with people that you love, or how you communicate with yourself. So This kind of feels like some inner wrangling that's been going on, right? This is what I love, this is how I love, this is um, owning what I love, right? and that's Gemini energy, think back to Gemini season last year, and Pluto had just dipped its toe. So Aries, Taurus and Gemini seasons last year, you may have experienced some of this. Some of this came up for you then, now it's coming up more fully what was seeded in you then And they use that word very kind of consciously not just because the star keeper because you got the ace of coins which is the ace of pentacles in the present it was the seed it's been germinating since then and anyone that's ever um not all you know like some seeds you put with a clear glass over them or plastic or something to let them grow so they can get the light some seeds germinate with light others germinate in the dark believe it or not right so this seed has been germinating in the darkness that's how i feel you'll be holding shit steady in the way that you have in the past you are now ready to move forward so this is external reality right what you've balanced outside of yourself this is now within yourself that it's not about maintaining that balance or that harmony outside. It's about, oh, I love this, or head or heart, right? Whatever this is, but this shows two aspects of you, that they will never be the same. I described the lovers' cards inwardly. I described them as a cat, or a cat and a dog, right, within me. And I said, one of them, you, the dog, can never be wrong. It can never be wrong. It doesn't matter what it does, I will always pick it and prefer it. And the cat can never be right. It doesn't matter what it does, you know it will never be right it will i will always find a way to put it down and to whatever each of us has a dynamic like that within us this is about but if i want to move forward i need both of them to be on board and it feels like you've been doing a lot of work i mean south node in your sign will probably have revealed this to you right ace of wands the chariot What was the spark? What was sparked? And I'm really getting it as a timing. I was like, look at this, page of wands, bloody hell, both of them. So the lovers is your muse. What you love. And I want to be clear here. Remember, the lovers, it's it's the illusion of a head or heart decision. The head doesn't actually get to decide. The head plans. The head is the one that, when the heart says, I want this, the head says, right, I know how to get it or I'll figure out a way to get it. Don't worry, I've got a plan, I'm working on it. That's how they work together. So there isn't really a head or heart decision. One is going to decide, the other one's going to act on it, or come up, or speak on it, or formulate it into a logical, rational plan that we can act on. Head and heart, chariot, moving forward. And in that sense then, the lovers, and we looked at this in depth in Gemini season, is it doesn't The man's not trying to make the woman into himself. He's not trying to turn the woman into a man. The woman's not trying to turn the man into a woman. They stand before each other naked, but this is who I am. I'm the masculine. I'm the feminine. I am the receptive. I am the action-oriented. Right, Those two parts. How do they work together? And that's the job of the lovers. They work together. They stand before each other. They have a conversation together. And there's an inspiration here of... From that conversation, that's what it feels like An inner conversation that you have with two dynamic parts of yourself Parts that you've used external reality to keep balanced in the past Do you see how they come together? But here, now, there's an inspiration that is born of it There's a spark that happens here Now we have the sun I really very much see the sun I mean, I love the sun when it comes up in the centre of a reading Because it shines a light in everything But with the sun coming up here, that's your spotlight, Scorpio. Because you're about to sing or say something or write something or uncover a message or have clarity on something that's happened, gone on. And that is the sun shining a light there. It's the spotlight. No shit. Double sun. there's movement the chariot some of you if you're looking to travel somewhere move somewhere do anything like that remember it may not be about what that place holds for you it may be what you are bringing to that place remember that really important message that's coming up for you this is inspiration you got pages coming up so this is what is inspired within you um I'm going to get one for that double sun from back from the original deck that I used for the base reading. What's with the double sun? Temperance using what, you know, I mean, it's the other, it's, that is the axis of communication, right? The lovers and temperance, which is Gemini and Sagittarius. You've got something to say whether it's to yourself, whether it's to your partner, whether it's to your boss, like, you know, whatever it is. But because it's the lovers coming up, because it's temperance coming up, there is patience here. There is love here. There is innocence here. This is guileless. This is truth as truth was ever meant to be said. Which most truth is an exploration of the truth. It's one of the reasons where, you know, I used to be really paranoid about how long I ramble for and, and my talks and the readings and all the rest of the stories that come through. And how I made peace with that part of myself is to understand that the truth isn't a pithy little line. That's not what truth is. Truth is a process. It's we uncover the truth, we talk about the truth, we realize what it is. And that's, that's why, I mean, it's the axis of truth as well. If In a way, uh, Gemini decides what is truth and Sagittarius is the truth seeker then, knowing that, you know, what is truth. We can go discern what is truth, explore different truths. But you've got the page of cups here. Now, why is the page of cups crucial? And the way that I've started to read the page of cups is not yes, it's the inner child, but it's a different relationship now with the inner child that changed. That's one of the big shifts that's happened over last year, especially at the end of last year. If you've checked out the talk that I did called um, "Spiritual Emptiness Syndrome," the the inner child, the page of cups, has always been the part that we took care of, or protected, kept safe from the world, kept hidden, kept out of the the spotlight. And Aquarians know this. If there's any uh, people watching this with Aquarius energy, you know this already because I've talked about it with Aquarius for a couple of years now, the quasi baby. Where that, that part of ourselves that we see as a freak, but we love it so much, but we don't want the world to kind of take the piss out of it or be horrible to it. Now it's like that, that version of ourselves, that part of ourselves is not to be protected. It's our inspiration. You've got these kind of, bubbles I want to say bubbles why do I want to say bubbles bubbles of inspiration that come through but you're moving forward chariot six of swords and remember with the six of swords though right the six of swords is we're all in the same boat there is nothing against anyone here it's not speaking out against anyone I think the truth has always been seen that way right of, oh, I'm going to speak out my truth. I'm going to call you out on the truth. Like, you know, that kind of it. There's none of that here. You've got pages coming up. They're playing with the truth. And so with the Six of Swords, the Six of Swords is I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm not going back. And for you with double sun, that means I, I don't know what I'm going to perform on this stage that I'm standing in. I don't know what I'm going to do under this spotlight, but I'm here now. I'm figuring it out. I'm going to do something. All right, let's see. And this, so you got the ace of whatever this has been that's been going on for however long for you, you got the ace of coins here, ace of pentacles, which is a commitment. Now, oh gosh, the ace of, the ace of pentacles, it's a commitment, but it's, what is a commitment? It means it's something that we do consistently. It's not just a one-off, not one and done. This is something that we are making a commitment to. We are going to live our lives this way maybe hey my line has always been i live my life out loud maybe you're about to start living your life out loud uh, not for any reason it's like hey why are you sharing that scorpio i don't know because i've got it to share yeah Wheel of fortune it's time if you have been let's look at this four pentacles comes up if you have been considering a time to do something that's jupiter jupiter excuse me is in your seventh house sorry hitting the mic um in your seventh house i know where you get the four of pentacles but for you you got it with the hangman and with with the wheel of fortune so let's take the four of pentacles first on its own four of pentacles on its own is nothing ventured nothing gained right i don't want to be vulnerable this is what my security is and this is i think encompassing all of this It's the limitations of remaining grounded or balanced in that way. No matter how chaotic or crazy you thought this was, this is a way of remaining balanced. But you now see the restriction of that. You see how nothing changes, nothing moves. There are no opportunities that come in. Even if they do, you don't have any hands free to grab hold of them, right? There's none of that. So that expansive energy of Jupiter comes in with with this four, four pentacles. And that's your fourth house. Before we can expand on something, we need to know what it is that is expanding. And I think with all of this here and with the four of pentacles coming up there now. It's almost like I'm safe enough to grow this. It's okay. You know, I can now take this germinated. I can take it out of the dark and bring it into the light so it can start to grow. Because we have to read the four of pentacles in a different way because the hanged man is with it. Where you... And that, that that could mean that what you saw as uh, uh, I'm grounded, I'm balanced, you now see as restrictive. The hang, hangman can do that. And that maybe to embrace this or to move forward on this, to act on this, to see this as an opportunity for growth, right, to grow something new, to do something new, that. I must kind of loosen up a little bit in another area that I, I want to plant my seed outside of this area in a different soil. Some of you are moving to places that you've not, you've never considered before. I, I get that. I mean, obviously that can't apply to every single Scorpio that watches this this, but think about what that means. It could be, you take your relationship to a different place, right? N- not physically, but in terms of commitment that, you know, right, we're going to commit to date night or, we're going to have, you know, whatever it is, whatever, something, it, it just, I can't even give you an example, because I don't know, and you don't know, because it's the impact, part of this is feeling the impact of how restrictive it, it is, and it wasn't, it's, and it's not just you, a lot of the signs of being in this message of something that we have all thought, was really wonderful a really great part of our personality a really great practice something that was really cool and you're not getting rid of it you're expanding on it remember what the wheel of fortune says if not now then when if not you then who let's get you know i keep doing this but i'm nosy I want to get just one more, I'm going to get from this deck. No, it's not, see, I'm trying to be, get more clarity. In it. It's because no, only you know what this practice is, and only you can kind of acknowledge that it's restrictive. If I want to move forward, if I want to expand, you know, and, and you'll see it. And maybe it's that epiphany that came up at the beginning, I said the tower and the high priest, uh, the high priestess that came up. Because with that hanging man, there's some kind of change in your own perspective around this. Something that was a really great practice is now you see as restrictive. But I want to be clear here, right, that you're not going anywhere else to find the the spotlights on you right now, wherever you are. You, You don't need to go somewhere to find the spotlight. It's in how you show up. Because the commitment is to that part of you. And I know that because the Knight of Swords comes up in the future. So the Knight of Swords, again, Gemini energy. And this may be something that takes you to Gemini season, right? It may not just be now. Gemini is your eighth house, right? And obviously the eighth house has its connections to Scorpio anyway, the way that I look at um, astrology. And there's this thing of like speaking from that place, speaking from... Whatever was germinating in the darkness, I think it's speaking from that place. Whoa. That literally hit me in the face before it popped out there. Okay. Well, yeah. So Aquarius and Leo come flying out. Of course, Leo slapped me in the face. One more. These two came out. Victories over your losses. Why does that, that that's what how that comes up. Now, and I wonder if they're supposed to come up this way. No, they don't. Right. Knight of Swords. Learning to speak in a new way. Learning to speak your truth. Expressing your truth. And taking action based on your beliefs. So, you're, I mean, you've got the hangman over here as well. So there's a flip happening here. There's a new perspective. If you're watching this right at the beginning of the season, you you may not, uh, I guarantee you that you don't know what this is related to you might have an idea but the way it finally comes out this is Nightingale right the song singing um writing and it may not be that you're about to sing a song write something or express but your voice is changing how do you use your voice what comes out of when you speak right that is changing now, how is it changing? What changes it? Well, we've got the star. So, Seven of Wands. This is... It can be seen as defensive, but ultimately it talks about, this is what I stand for. And the point of it is not what you stand for or what you are defending, because you're not protecting your energy. You're inspired by this energy now. You're not protecting it. You're inspired by it. Uh, and that's a Leo card. And why I was switching them over? Because that's Gemini, right? And I was thinking, oh, star and but they don't feel right it's almost like the vision that you have of the future what you see going forward right and Eri's got some of this of this vision of the past and the present and the future like all of them you you're connected to all of them and this vision that you have of not what will happen in fact if you kind of get a sense of what will happen right that is disempowering I want you to consider it from that end if you're like, oh God, like, you know, the economy is going to go bust or they're going to sack people here. That's not what the seven of ones, you may know that, but that's not what the seven of ones in the star are saying. They are beyond that. The seven of ones person with the star is saying, I stand for this, not because I think the economy is going to go bust, but because this is what I think the economy can be. There's a big difference between that. There is something very hopeful. There is something a guiding light. This is your star rising under the spotlight. You know, in a career reading, you get the star and the sun. That you are the star that is rising, and the sun is the spotlight that you step into, and you are seen. There's recognition here, but it's a very hopeful place. It's it's guileless. It's not. There's no darkness to this, and it can't be double sun, right? It can't be. So it's how you give hope. So if I came to you and I said, oh God, Scorpio, like this is going to happen, that's going to happen, right? You would be the voice of reason. You would be, you know, the, because of all that knowledge that you had of, have of what lies in the underworld, of what's in the darkness, right? You now, because you know the darkest place that people can go to and where emotions can go to, you can also see the other end of that. Why is that? Because you, you, you have that courage and the strength now from having been at rock bottom, from all the worst things that have ever been said, from being stabbed in the back, from betrayal, from the the shittiest things that have happened, from being in pain, it's given you the courage. So there is something so wonderful, and this is why I think it's a different definition of truth. Whereas tr- it's not about, you know, calling anyone out or proving someone wrong. Like, you know, some of those like shitty versions of truth that they're not even truth. You know, Leo got something like um a, a truer version of love. I think yours is a, a, a loving version of truth. Maybe that's what I'll call your video. That, you know, there's it, it's got that element to it. That the truth does not have to be used to slay people. And you can say that as someone who has been slain again and again. And again, it's the courage to not do that. It's the courage to say, this is what I stand for. This is what there is. Bring it. it. doesn't matter. Say what you want. But it's a very hopeful version of whatever your future is, the future of a relationship, career, the world, whatever it may be. Remember this, what it said, seed the light by staying grounded. What are you grounded in? Whatever your truth is, Knight of Swords. And if you can't see your truth in any... I mean, I can't... I don't even feel like saying this because it's... It just doesn't feel like that's who this message is for. Um, But what I was going to say is, if if you can't see the truth being expressed in any way... And remember, this is not about that your truth doesn't hurt people. That's not what this is. You know the difference. You know the difference between saying something shitty right, and it, you know it's going to be taken as shitty, but you're like, I don't give a shit, let people, let it, uh, tough on people, you know, the whole anti-fragile thing, that to prove to people that they need to be less anti-fragile and more resilient, you say the most screwed up things ever, just to say to them, we well, shouldn't be so pathetic, you shouldn't get so triggered, you shouldn't do whatever, that, that's not what this is about, this is not how this is being expressed, The star guides people. And if you it's your star that is rising under this spotlight, you are hope. You represent hope to people. You represent a different way. You represent strength. You represent this is what it looks like to stand for something. That you can have every cruelty in the world done to you, but you can still show up courageous and with this lion heart. And it's through your words. It's for your thoughts, your beliefs, your ideas and how you share them. Knight of Swords. And it's a commitment to this. Now, it's a knight. It's not the king of swords. It's not the queen of swords. Which tells me this is you covering new territory in this new way. It's a new expression. This is how we advance when the knights show up. So the hangman is a different perspective. It's also a sacrifice. It's to make sacred. To offer up that which is the most sacred to our heart. Six of pentacles. That's what I mean. There's such a loving, wonderful energy around all of this. Nine of pentacles. Virgo card. This is related to your physical reality. Now, ha- let's have a look at how this is different. Ten of pentacles, it's what we leave for others or what was left for us, right? In In terms of legacy and inheritance. And we're juggling thinking, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Six of Pentacles is not, it's how do we achieve balance? It's also a balance card, but we're balanced by what we do, not what we're having to juggle, right? It's what we give, The, the, the things that we do, the things that we give to other people, that is what balances us. The act itself, not the reward, the act, not the outcome, not what the repercussions of this will be, not what the outcome of this will be, but the act itself. I feel good about the act itself whether I'm giving something or whether I'm receiving something the emp- empress is nurturing she's abundant um you get the sun twice you get the empress over here this is create this is creation itself this is giving birth to something new this is nurturing it and growing it and you got the nine of Pentacles here which this is a level of mastery um and it's it's basically it's the statement really is because that's what I have to give, because that's how I nurture, because this is, these are the fruits of my labour. And what is the labour that you've gone through here is this understanding of strength through the worst stuff that's ever happened to you, right, with that ten of swords coming up. But if we're seeing this in a different way, then where you may have seen in dynamics with justice, right, you're kind of holding these two together with up here where you might have seen elements of shame or pride they mean something different now the hangman with the empress think about the empress is what she nurtures what she's growing how she takes care of that you're thinking that in a different way and think about that if you've seen yourself as newly like born right it's almost immediately you are nurturing others or other things to be born you're giving birth how does that switch happen to go from pages to the empress will you show us nine of Pentacles this is mastery of something what do you have mastery of and with temperance you have a lot of knowledge I think you use it in a different way if you're thinking about learning something if you're like at the end or you know you you kind of see yourself as newly born right since all that South node went through Scorpio of Scorpio you know I've had my death I'm, I'm having a rebirth there is something in that process that you have been through which you have mastery immediately just from the fact that you went through it. That's a weird way to put it but that's how it feels. It, it feels different because you're having to talk about it and think in that way and express in that way, Nightingale, Knight of Swords, that's where you, you know, the actual practice of this is where you may feel, oh god I'm just a newbie, I don't know how I'm doing this but in terms of what you have done the nine of pentacles says you have mastery here already in this these are the fruits of your labor share the fruits of your labor that is that's how you grow that's how you give birth to new and more new stuff with more new stuff i'm so eloquent with the with the empress coming up here that's a pretty profound reading scorpio i'm interested you know me i've been i've had this connection with gemini and scorpio for years for years and years and here's the thing your ruler has moved into your fourth house so and what's the fourth house right it's it's home soul family all of that the seat of our emotional power in some ways right how we feel safe and but how you've always done it doesn't work anymore it doesn't even mean that you don't even need it this is not even challenging yourself to to overcome there's no challenge cards here This is just, I'm ready to unveil it. I'm ready to share it. I'm ready to stand in the spotlight and give the speech or tell you what it is. That you've never done before in this way. So that's why the night comes up here. But if you stand strong in your convictions, if you can know that I'm saying this with love, I'm not trying to take anyone down. It's literally, this is is a different way of bearing my soul to you. To offer up that which is sacred to me. And there's a very stable feeling to this. Let's just get one more. I'm just being cheeky now. It's more my own curiosity. I'll be completely honest with you. Yeah, this is it to speak it. Speak what you know, speak what you know. That's all I'm going to say. But I think I'm going to call this one. What was Leo's? A truer version of love. Yours is a more loving version of truth. That's what I think this is. But there you go. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. So before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius if his uh, bir- if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself so those are the ones where people will think this about me i can't do that i'm gonna hurt this person it's the guilt it's the shame it's all of that and those conversations happen within us then he also says you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential we're not gonna let that happen right this is where I think it's really important to realise that How I mean I know a lot of people myself included who in the last year and maybe even more than that have experienced a lot of losses in their life whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving and it can be really easy to get comfortable in fact you know even all the conversation around AI and governments and you know pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on right when it comes down to it it's about how comfortable we want to be you know take care of me look after me um you know the ease at which we can have everything Well, oh, what are the, what did i hear someone call it the other day oh diseases of privilege that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy so those are the first few that i had and i posted those at the beginning of the video but then i have two more for you and i've saved the best ones to last Tell yourself the truth, that you've wasted enough time, and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realise, so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins as he'd put it, this is very Goggins actually, he has a split personality almost, um at his best this is what he's like and this is why he can be very polarizing you don't have to be a Goggins you don't have to use foul language and yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it now I watched a podcast of his and you can watch it as well it it was posted on the first of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um YouTube channel you know I love Andrew Huberman as well that was like a dream come true I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year and here's the point is that whatever you think of him whether you think he's the best thing ever if he's the best thing ever then you can be like him all he is is himself if you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this, and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that is with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing. And, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it and I thought I understand that mate because I have the same fears I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me now we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius and you've heard me over these you don't even have to look at Goggins you've seen me move from a place of insecurity to I mean I'm sure I've still got insecurities now but to a stronger place within myself And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me, well, that's on them, right? Like, needing to make people stupid, Um, and and I didn't do it consciously, and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me, I'm an alien, or they don't understand what I'm saying. Um, Even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me, that's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up a a three-course meal, and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No. No, what I had to become okay with to to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not realizing I had a three course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving up McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving up McDonald's. That's what you become okay with however anyone takes you it doesn't matter whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world you know Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see you know you'll hear you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma where you know this guy needs to be in therapy what is he doing you may think that and people may think that about you as well but that's on them it says more about us our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them Why am I going on about this? Because that's your only job is to sharpen as you. I want you to think of a flower. Think of a rose. And whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere, or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you that's all you can do all you can do is be who you are and it's the courage to be who you are that's what you're asked for now that is what makes you so unique and it isn't about you know when Goggins goes around he does loads of things that most people don't even know about you know that he jumps out of planes to put out fires he does all sorts of things and he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season that you will take away... The point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether, and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness, or whether you're wild, out in the wild somewhere growing, that's where you can be. All you can be is who you are, and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that hope you will take that to heart I just want to say I love you guys thank you so much for being here with me I really really appreciate that please give a shout out and I give a shout out I give my thanks my love my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment Um, they make all of this possible thank you to everyone that interacts with me that's on the Discord server, there's a link in the description if you'd like to join the Discord server you can. I've noticed with a um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else, I'll let you know that right now, it's not like anywhere else, um, or that I've been on the internet, I'm sure there must be other communities, we're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness so you don't get arguments and stuff you know no one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff i mean we could if we wanted to but everyone's too aware of themselves and that every statement is an eye statement everywhere you look you find yourself so whatever you're looking for from a community you will find that there you know people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense you'll find it we will always find that right anyway i'm gonna stop rambling i love you guys I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.